Blog Talk Radio. Worldwide, BDP of the French. <laughs> worldwide, 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 worldwide. If you wanna go to the hip hop, stop the violence in hip hop. Why Time and time again, as I pick up the pen, as my thoughts submerge, these are those words. I glance at the paper to know what's going on. Someone's doing wrong. The story goes on. Mary Lou had a baby. Someone else decapitated. The drama of the world shouldn't keep us so frustrated. I look, but it doesn't coincide with my books. Social studies will not speak upon political crooks. It's just the president and all the money they spent, all the things they invent, and how the house is so immaculate. They create missiles, a family being bristle. Then they get upset when the press blows the whistle. Phone calls are made, profiles are kept low. Your temper with some jobs, not a press's control. Not only newspapers. But every single station, you only get to hear the president is on vacation. But uh, stay calm, there's no need for alarm. You say goodbye to your mom and you're off to Vietnam. You shoot the kill, come back and you're a veteran. But how many veterans are out there peddling? There's no telling, cause they continue selling. As quiet as it's kept, I won't go into depth. You can talk about Nigeria, people used to laugh at you. Now I take a look, I see USA for Africa? This confusion, rewrite the constitution, change the drug in which you use it. Rewrite the constitution of the Emancipation Proclamation. We fight inflation, yet the president's still on vacation. BDP Part C. I say one, two, three. The crew is called BDP. And if you wanna go to the tip top, stop the violence in hip hop. Why the reason I came to you. We gotta put our heads together and stop the violence. Cause real bad boys move in silence. When you're in a club, you come to chill out. Not watch someone's blood just spill out. That's what these other people want to see. Another race fight endlessly. You know we're being watched. You know we're being seen. Some wish to destroy this scene called hip hop. But I won't drop. Not I or Scott LaRock. Well here is the message that we today. Hip-hop will surely decay if we as a people don't stand up and say, stop the violence! Sometimes I call my hair on, sometimes I wear a hat, sometimes I'm in a mistake, and sometimes I'm in a place. 
Yeah, 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 loving it. Guess who's back? You know who it is. It's your boy, Fussy Jeezy, here on deck in Portland, Oregon. It's a beautiful Saturday evening, about 7.35, you know what I'm saying, chilling. It's a lovely day here in Portland, you know what I'm saying, loving every minute of it. Hey, you know, we got some good stuff on deck for you here tonight. We're going to cover the topics of the difference between sex, love, and passion. Three of my favorite subjects, you know what I'm saying? What are the pro and cons of a sexless relationship? Does waiting for sex guarantee a strong relationship? Does a woman giving it up quickly make her a slut? Hmm, incredible. We got something else for you on that one, ladies. How long do couples have to wait or should they wait before having sex? And why is a man not a slut for having multiple partners? So I told you, ladies, there's something there for you, too. Well, in the meanwhile, as we wait on guests to show up and uh, get this thing on the road, this is your boy, Flossie Jeezy, 646-595-3402. You know what I'm saying? Tags, love, romance, and relationships. You know what I'm saying? The category is not sports tonight. We got that in there, but I guess love is a sport depending on how you approach the thing. Well, in the meantime, what we're going to do is here hit you in the head with one of these old school joints. You know what I'm saying? We're on our lovey-dovey tip tonight, so we're going to go ahead and drop this science on you. 646-595-3402.
This morning found a letter that she wrote She said she's tired that I'm always on the road Too hard to swallow being alone She needs someone at night that she can hold She must have told me a thousand times more Silent cries I used to ignore God knows I love her
since I was a child, it's been my dream. I can't support her, treat her, and spoil her. You know, buy her the finer thing. But I forgot about loving her. Damn the money, diamonds, and birds. What about the hard days she had with the baby? Yeah.
again on our, our show for tonight. The difference between sex, love, and passion here on the Flossy G Radio Network, 646-595-342. And we got my main man on deck from Seattle, Washington. The main man, Sugar Ray, what's going on with him tonight? What's going on, man? Hey, you know Yo, how it goes, man. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I'm getting myself on speakerphone. I'm, I'm trying to make some, make a batch of French fries and talk at the same time, but I'm good. I can do that. I'm only I'm in the wrong place. You know? <laughs> I'm definitely in the wrong place. You got the French fries going down. Hey, man, you know how it is, man. I, I, I just got done, um, you know, um, got, got hit by your boy uh, Charles me knowing things over in the – relationship group, and he was asking me if this was the radio station, and I told him, yeah, you might want to hit him again just in case he wants to get, you know, himself and a few other folks over here, you know, online with us tonight to talk this stuff, but this was your specialty, so I went on ahead and dropped on in and, and set up some stuff for you. Some of the questions I got tonight are, what are the pros and cons of a sexless relationship? Does waiting for uh, sex guarantee a strong relationship? Does a woman giving it up quickly mean make her a slut? Okay, uh, okay. It says, yeah, yeah. "How how long should you know couples wait before having sex?" And finally, and last but not least, why is a man not a slut for having multiple partners? So that's all part of the, the show tonight. That's that's your playlist, and uh, that's where we're at tonight. <laughs> well, that's that good, though. <laughs> Raw and uncut to the gut, just the way you like it. My man. It's a good combo. <laughs> good combo. Good combo. Yes, you know what? I've been I've been I've been I've been kinda of like hitting up on this a lot a lot, man, and I ain't posting my picture in that mug, man, saying, Hey, I'm sugar ray you had a pretty wired up and fired up lately though, so you ain't, you ain't too far behind, Sugar Ray. You ain't too far behind at all. You know? <laughs> you, you're, you're a role model of sorts, you know? <laughs> Get a little straight talk of these relationships, you know what I mean? So, man, what, yeah, do, you, what, do, you think what do you think about that first topic today? Like I said, your, your boy uh, Charles over in the other group, I want to hit him up again and let him know that we live and we over here. I'm thinking he wants to get in and, you know what I'm saying, tell him to bring some of his friends with him. On, on the first topic tonight, you know, you know, you know, what are the pro and cons of having a, a, a sexless relationship? You mean like no sex at all? Well, well, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, or or, or not enough sex, you know. What what are some of the benefits oh. and some of the and some of the downsides of that? Or are there any? <laughs> well. Oh man, that's a tough one, man. Because I don't think, oh man, because I I really believe that. I mean, that's that's the that's part of the whole entire thing. I mean, you you know when you see somebody and see each other, that's an attraction. And the thing right. about it, people get to attract to each other because they want to be with each other and be around each other and be comfortable. So they get to the point where the mental is all good. So it gets down to spiritually and then physically. You know, it goes on to that. I feel like, you know, if you're not doing that, then I think you're defeating the purpose, man, because you got to have it, man. 
And they got to be loose because yeah. a lot of people, man, a lot of people, a lot of women and men, when you get to do, do without that and, you, and, you, and it just comes down to just you, you're not having that, it's boring. It's not interesting. It could be, you got to have, you got to have some capability. You got to have, you know, you got to say, hey, you know, um, damn, I can't, I can't even visionize that, man. I mean, like, damn, <laughs> it's hard, man. Do they create? Oh, I can't even explain that one, man. It's hard because I got to have it, man. I just feel like you know, you, you know, it's, a, it's, it's it comes that trial period before then because you want to make sure it's right, the right person. But when you shoot at the right person, man, you come out the gate racing and you go on and you go to town, man. You ain't wasting no time. And they get to the point, man, that you do it so well. You know what each other like? It's like a well machine. It's like, hey. When I turn this light on or when I sit down this way or when I look at you this way, <clears throat> you know what's up. It's time to get busy, you yes, know? <laughs> and, oh, man, so I think that women and men, if they have a problem not having that, man, then they don't need to be together. They waste a lot of time. But, Very you know, some point. people, yeah, some people, because love is, because people don't understand, man, sex is, it's all about expression, man, and, and the reason why you do that is because you love that person and you want to express yourself to that person. And you want to, you know, you want to show your love. No, absolutely. And you want to, yeah, and it's record. Yeah, and it's, and it's healthy, man. Even though the people need to get out of it, man, I understand it. You know, women, don't waste your time. Ladies, don't waste your time. Don't be a hoe either. Same thing for men. But when it comes down to sex, man, and I ain't trying to say going out there and get multiple partners and run around and just jumping on every piece of dick or piece of pussy you find or whatever, I'm just saying that you get a partner, you have to be able to make it happen. Whatever you, if you got kids, you got to be creative. You got to make it happen. If you got this going on, you got to make it happen. If you got to work, you're tired, you got to make it happen. You got to do things because, hey, man, you got you to gotta make each other happy. Yeah. Hey, I, I agree with you. I simple son on that one. That's a very good point. And something you were just saying a little while ago, which leads us into to part two of this thing, and that's, you know, there's, there's waiting for, for uh, you know what I'm saying, sex, uh, you know, uh, at the beginning of a relationship. You know, you know, some women and some guys like to kind of wait for a while. Does waiting for sex guarantee a strong relationship? At, at the beginning of the relationship, does you know, does, does waiting for you know sex you know guarantee a strong relationship? Because you know, some some women you meet, they want to you know when they get in a serious relationship, they want to wait until you know they're together or a couple or. You know what I mean? Wait till you know, uh, you know they're married before you know they they meet a young somebody or old somebody when they meet them. There's waiting around, you know, for sex before getting into the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Does that guarantee a strong relationship? You know what I'm saying? Or what do you think it does for the relationship? You know, and start out in the relationship. Hmm. You, you know what? You let me let me hear you answer that. Well, well, you know, it, it, uh, okay, I, I can answer that. I can answer that one from experience. Now, you know, you know, Flossie been around for a minute, and 
and, 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 in, and in these relationship things, I like talking about these relationships to, you know, a mature man like my man Sugar Ray because, you know, he, he ain't going to pull up the man punches. You call him, like I said, listen, you know, I'm, 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 I may, you know, throw some parentheses around this Tossy G Worldwide and call it 100 Radio because we try to stay 100 all the time. You know, I, I, I waited when, I, when we, me and my old lady first got together. We met each other in high school and stuff. And you know, she, you know, she kind of, you know, she, you know, I was on my way off to the military. And we, you know, we, we, you know, dated for a whole, you know, eighteen months. You know, what I'm saying before I went into the military, and, and she made me, you know, you know, we basically, you know, we waited to the last minute and stuff. You know, what I'm saying, got it in real quick before I went in the military because she was, she, and, and, and to her credit, she was smart on that one because I went in in '82 in April and didn't see her again until, you know what I'm saying, December of, of 83. So, you know, it was an extra 18 months there in between seeing her because when I got home from boot camp, you know, she was already on her, you know, on, you know, on her way over to Michigan to visit family and relatives over in Michigan. So she Mississippi girl, but, she, you know, she, she, she was on her way over there. So, you know, the, the, waiting, the waiting around and, and, and seeing how it worked out and trying to work through stuff, it actually kind of strengthened us at the beginning because you know it, it put me in the mind. Well, you know, you know, she wasn't a runaround Susan. You know what I'm saying? As the old song said, no, she, you know, she, she, she was holding on, but she cared enough to to let me have a little shot before we boot camp, and it was a good thing. Now, you know, 29 years later, we still together. You know what I'm saying? You know, just just celebrated number 29, 30 next year. You know, it, 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 I think in, in some cases, not everybody. It's not for everybody. And not everybody can be patient enough to wait and or or or, or, or wait for your your relationship to jump off that way. And I was three years older, so you know I, was, I had my nose a little bit open when I was out and about. But you know, she I, I still remembered that she made me wait. She made me wait. So you know, I was like, okay, well that that's special special you know special uh, positive moves right there. I had to wait before I before I could see what happened and stuff. And it was it was, it was great. It was great, like I said, 29 years later. I think in some cases, and for me, it worked. It's not for everybody. Not everybody can, can wait around. Some some folks don't have enough patience to wait around, but it, it worked for me. Yeah, that's good, man. Well, you know, you have to have that weight, man, because it's like, you know, I feel like, you know, if, if, if you know, if somebody wants each other, they have to go sure they want them. Because, you know, I always believe a man should always pursue. You know, and at the same time, if you don't want to pursue, that could be good, but at the same time, it's kind of scary. But I think, at the same time, I think a man pursuing is more macho, more something that we expect, you know. Uh, right. I know I did that same thing before, man, where I chased a woman and not switched jobs. Because I know where she worked at, and I went to her job, and I started working, and she was surprised I worked there. And she said, I didn't know why you, when you start working there. I said, hey, you told me you work here, and I told you I was going to come here, and I'm going to be here for you. And she was blown by that because I switched jobs. But about it, I, was, I, I wanted what I wanted. And I was going right. to have no way around it, and I got her. And, you know, it was a great time. It was beautiful, man. But the thing about it, um, it's all about, Little thing to keep me going, keep me being sweet, man. Because you can't let that man keep climbing the hill. You have to let him start. You have to make it easier for him to once he gets you. Because he's going to continue work, but you got to work too. 
you know, women got to put out just as much as the man got to put out. And uh, that'd, be, that'd be great. I'd like to see men do that and be, you know, real gentlemen. But right nowadays, I don't know how it works nowadays. It's kind of different, I believe. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Everybody want to, everybody want to want to test the hardware. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I said, some some people do. It doesn't work for everybody, but some, you know, some folks it does. Um, now, 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 this is this is one. This it's like a part one and part two of this one. So I want to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off on on on, a, on that next one and go, um, go directly to to, to what would have been the fourth one because questions three and five are kind of related to each other. So I'm going to jump to question four. I'm going to say, how long should couples wait before having sex? Damn. That was tough. It all depends, man. That was real tough. I mean, sometimes a situation can just happen right off because it may just – man, you know, I, 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 think it's, I think it's all about the – I think it's all about the connection. That's the right way of doing it. Because I feel like if you mentally, I don't want to, I learned it from now, past, I wanted to ask quick and fast as I can get it. Right now, I don't want it like that. Because I want to do this thing called mental, mental sex. I like to sit the candles down low and sit down and talk to you about some right. deep, deep, deep stuff. Getting to the point to where I want to stimulate your mind, you stimulate mine. And I want to get to the point where we have mental organisms. You know what I'm saying? Mental right. orgasms. And the thing about it, when we get to the point to where we feel that we are kind of like connecting, music, the music, smooth music playing, the candles are low, we're conversating. We're not even touching, but we're just talking. Right. When you do that right there, and and, and we just and everything's good, and we don't have to have sex that night. We just had a great conversation, and we got to the point where, hey, baby, it's getting late, and um, I'm, you know, I'm about to go. Please, I'm glad you brought me or had me uh, come over or whatever, but let's meet up again. From that point on, she's looking forward, you, and your conversation continues. So it's it's so the thing about it is, man, I feel it's chess, not checkers. But the thing right. about it is, you want to kind of like strategize your move. You want to sit there and you want to talk about this person. You want to know about this person. In other words, you want to know what you're getting into. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, right. you you don't want to be a, you don't want to jump in the bed, jump in the sack, and don't know what you're getting into. You want to know where her head's at, and she want you want her to know where your head's at. So the connection makes some powerful, powerful physical physical calories, man. It'd be some serious situations, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Well, that 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 makes a lot of sense. That makes that makes a whole lot of sense because you know sometimes you want to, you know, you don't you don't you don't, you don't want to just jump right in there, and, you know, and because I mean, you know, me, it, 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 it's kind of like I've always been one of these kind of cats where I like to kind of you know see how, how things are going to go, see what's on your mind, you know, get get information. You know what I'm saying how many cats have been there before me, you know what what were some of your relationships, right? What were your what were the do's and don'ts? What was the stuff that you liked and didn't like? That way, I'm not only prepared, um, but 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 at the same time, you know, I'm I'm feeling you know where you're coming from. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling exactly you know what it is. It's it's good to it's good to get good get good information and, and figure out what's going on. And uh, like I said before, you're able to 
to handle things and see things a lot better and a lot clearer if you give things time. This is one of those kind of things where, where, where time is, as they say, of the essence. But what we're going to do real quick, because like I said, these last two uh, questions that I got on this particular subject, you know, and of course we'll be dealing with it, you know, further off, on, uh, you know, through the rest of the night as as people call in and and getting their uh, their opinions and everything. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, you know, play us a little something real quick, something real real smooth. And and uh, like I said, when we come back, we'll finish with uh, with the guru, race of guru, you know, uh, Sugar Ray. And uh, like I said before, these next two the topics are gonna be real interesting. So for y'all out there listening to us. You know what I'm saying? We're hitting you up real strong, real strong life, you know what I'm saying, with, with this relationship, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, the difference between sex, love, and, 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 and uh, passion, you know what I'm saying, because there's a thin line between all of them, and we'll hit you. The 646-595-3402, and we'll be right back after this small little service break. So go ahead and grab you something, you know, nice to sip on, you know what I'm saying, get yourself situated, and we'll be right back. Yeah, check his phone so I can get back home. Yes, sir. Oh, he works hard to give her all he thinks she wants. But it tears her apart because nothing's for her heart. With a kiss, good night. If he could only read her mind, she said, Buy me a rose, call me from work, open a door for me. Why would it hurt? Show me you love me by the look in your eyes. These are the lips. I need the most in my life Now the days have grown To years of feeling all alone As she sits and wonders if all she's doing wrong
bought you a road on the way home from work to open the door to a heart that I heard. And I hope you know this look in my eyes. Cause I'm gonna make things right for the rest of your life. Rest of your life. Make her a slut. 
I told you, it's raw to the cut, to, to the cut uncut. You know what well, I'm saying? I'm going to let you down on that one. Well, you know what? I'm going to put it to you like this here. I'm going to put it to you like this here. I was told, and I don't know for sure, but a lady told me that when she's out with the man, she know ahead of time whether or not she's going to sleep with him or not. She know mm-hmm. already. So the thing is about it is it's based on how she controls that. Because she may sleep for him real quickly just because he may have a nice house or he may have a nice car or he may spin everything or he may smell well. All those type of things, those intangibles, man, that, that get women blown away, they may just find themselves to the point where they might just drop it like it's hot. But the thing about it, though, a lot of women kind of like put themselves in that position of saying, hey, I'm not going to fall for that. I don't think it's, I wouldn't call it them a slut. I would call it a woman being sure of what she wants. It's okay. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a serious risk for a woman to do that because once you give it up like that, you, that guy may not come back. He may be saying, hey, this is too easy. I just got that like it ain't nothing. But that's the thing, you know, cause it, because you have to understand, man, that a woman has to find out on how much he's into her. You know what I'm saying? Because if you just give it up, you just give it up like that. Damn, it better be the, it better be the bomb dot com. Because if I, if you put it out like that, you better put it on me well enough to make me come back. Because if you give it up so quick, I may not come back. Right. Well, see, you know we'll see here. Here, I, I promised the ladies a little something, Sugar Ray. Now you know, you know, of all people that might that must know, you know, there's two sides of every coin. Two sides of every coin. Now, the other half of that equation, right? Why is it that a man is not a slut for having multiple partners and giving it up quick? Well, that's one of those things, man, that's put up on people of, oh, man, I don't know. A man is a slut when he sleeps with multiple women. He is. But he doesn't get that. He doesn't get that. Uh, I don't even get that feedback like the woman does, because a woman, right. a woman that does that, that sleeps around like that. That's um, it's both the same way, but it's kind of mm-hmm. like look bad on a woman because I think it's more the thing that she's receiving. Mm-hmm. See, the guy's giving. <laughs> you know, he's giving. The women right. receive it, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it says better to give than to receive, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's more of a thing like I can call you all the want, but see, it, it's I don't know, man. It's a tough situation, man, because everybody's in that same thing. Because if it's really popular and everybody that knows about what you're doing, they're gonna talk about the woman real bad. And if a guy had multiple women, he'll he's a player, or oh, he got it popping, he got it going on. He's the guy. He's a Stevie J in his mug. But that's the thing, man. <laughs> he want little cats, man. But see, this, the thing is about it, man. You know, a woman, she can't do it like that, man. But, see, man, this you is know. Where, this is where the sisters, and this is what we need for y'all to call in, 646-595-3402. 
because we got to get your input on this because I know yeah, I've heard a lot of times over the years that it's a double standard. And like what you said earlier, if a woman, you know, chooses to have sex and doesn't, and she controls all that, most men feel that a woman does control that that time, you know, and she's sure of herself. She should have the right to, to to sleep with as many guys as she wants to, and have a, and, and and still you know feel good about herself, just like you know the societal thing. For me, I I don't know. I'm too old school because my thing is always like, hey, look, you know, uh, I think about mom first thing when I think about my woman. You know what I'm saying? Because when a man gets with a woman, marries a woman, or just has a relationship with her, he wants some of the same qualities in that in that woman that he, that he saw in his mom. And 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 it always goes back to a real when he was a small child, a real rudimentary level. Now there's this old country song that came out about about four or five years ago where the woman said that okay, well I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not your mama's uh, kind of woman. I'm not the woman that you, the, the girl that your mama used to be. And in a lot of cases, that's 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 true. But at the same time. A man always wants the best in his woman, and a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a woman, a man is generally a woman is generally a reflection of who her man is as as a whole, and so he doesn't want, like you said, the quick fix or the quick shot or the quick, you know, the the quick jump shot from the corner. You know, what I'm saying, you know, let the clock wind down a little bit, and then you know, go ahead and and, and take the shot. And hopefully, that'll that'll be the end of the game, so to speak. But you know, a brother just always wants to see more better than a woman he sees in himself. We got a caller yeah. coming in here from from the ATL. My main man, Mr. Martinez. What's going on? What's going on with you, man? What's yeah, up, you, man? You've heard, you've heard it. You know what's going on. How are you feeling after that, that mild stroke? Uh, but, man, I, some people call it mild. They hurt the hell out of me, so I don't know what y'all calling it mild for. But... <laughs> It, it was. It's okay, man. It's. I'm doing better. I'm just. I, I'm trying to de-stress and relax and chill out. Cause and what do you? And I'm ask you a question, man. Um, when did you have this? When, when did it happen to you? Yesterday. Oh, for real? But, yeah, my left arm, my entire left arm, from the box, from my shoulder to my hand, went numb and cold all at the same time. Did you? Uh, and, Wow, my my blood pressure was in the uh, my blood pressure was one ninety over one ten. Yeah, that's the problem right there. Did you did you uh what do you is there anything you why I mean did you go to the hospital for or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I went to the hospital. They just told me I need to take it easy because I'm already on. The, normally, what they give you is blood thinners, and I'm already on blood thinners, so I kind of saved them the trip. They put you on blood thinners and change your diet a little bit because you can get a stroke from even being stressed out, and that's what happened to me. I was super stressed out, and my blood pressure shot up, and it shot up too high. I mean, literally, they gave me, yesterday in the ambulance, they gave me four four aspirin pills, and they still wouldn't go away. And, man. They gave me four aspirin pills and one um, one glycerin tablet, and it still didn't go away. It didn't even go away till this morning, and that was to an extent. And my blood pressure, even leaving the hospital, my blood pressure was 120, 130. Yeah, it was like 130 over 90-something. 
That's a lot better than 190, though. That's a lot better. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, yeah, doing, man, I'm, you... I'm doing a lot better. Yeah, man, just do a lot better. Um, you try to do something, man. Um, I, I mean, what I do, you know, I don't, I have that in my family, man, but one of the things I've, I've kind of like find myself doing is, is uh, I guess I would say, you know, you do your eating, man, but the thing is about it, man, just less salt and uh, more of a, a little more exercise, you know? That's what I, man, do you know that I went to the gym, I, as sick as I was yesterday and as in bad condition as I would be, as I as I am, I went to the the um, the the gym today, man, and I ran like a half a mile, a mile and a half actually, mile and a half on the treadmill, and then I lifted some weights. I did some weight training, yeah, but good. I had to do something because I wasn't gonna sit at home and just be defeated. Yeah. Look, it was so look, man. It was so bad. I stayed home from work, and you know, if I miss a day in the bank, I'm a. It, it's a problem. Yeah. So. Well, if you don't take care of yourself, you miss more than one day. It's going to be a major problem. So you did the right thing. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. always more important than any than the show or the or, or anything, man. You know, because I, you know, I don't want I don't want you checking up out of here, man, before it's time. You know, 50 years. Oh, now, but, you know, but you know what's you, you know crazy about it and what shocked the hell out of the people in the hospital? Because the people in the hospital, they're like, okay, man, how old are you? You know? And I'm like, oh, I'm just about 25, 26. They asked me for my birthday and all that. And they said, man, you having a damn stroke at 25? What the hell are you doing? And I said, nothing. I'm just eating. And they're like, are you stressing out about something? Is something... Are you stressing? Is what they asked me. I said, Yeah, just a little bit. They said that's what it is. That what caused it, right there. I said, What you mean? It's like because the more you stress, the higher your blood pressure runs. The higher blood pressure runs, the more strain you put on your heart. The more strain you put on your heart, your body can only take much, but so much strain. I was like, Oh, okay. And I know that one. Oh, boy, you know. That's why I be keeping that blood pressure down. I be trying to keep it down. My stuff stays in the 140s, and I think a lot of that is, is weight related. And like you said, what I'm eating, but I'm, I'm between that 135, you know, 145 area. It was bad before until I just completely changed the diet up. Now everything I eat comes out of a bowl rather than a plate, and, it, and it's actually a but, lot easier to manage. But I, I don't walk enough. But see, my thing, my thing about it is this though, and but see. You're also it's also based on your age. The way they look at certain, at the way at where your blood pressure should be is based on really your age. How old you are depicts how how high what's the range gonna be. Normally it's one twenty over eighty is normal. Anything one twenty to one thirty, one thirty five is borderline but it's okay. Now one sixty, one seventy, one eighty, one ninety, yes. That you're pushing it. Even the bottom number being in the hundreds yeah. is bad. Because yeah, yeah it, it 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 just like I said before, it puts a, a level of strain on your heart that your heart if your heart isn't ready for it, if your heart if you don't have a strong enough heart can end up with people being dead. It's just well, a matter of 
That's the odd thing. Mine stays in the seventies. My 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 pulse, my pulse, which is your heart rate, heartbeat, stays down there. But it, but it's okay if your diastolic is eighty. It's already anywhere between eighty eight five, and it stay it stays there now. Mine is that that number right on top where the systolic gets a little silly sometimes. Where I have to really be just like not doing enough to really even get up over you know, one the one fifties and then I know that I'm just doing something completely wrong. It's because I didn't ate something wrong or I've had too much sodium or whatever. So what I did was I just you know what I'm saying, my snacks instead of candy and stuff now is like beets. You know what I'm saying? I eat a lot of salads and stuff like that. If I would just walk more, I would be a lot better off. That's that's my thing, it's the weight thing. But 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 my yeah, and, fine. And that that's one thing that I'm you know, that's one initiative that I'm trying to do myself and it's a it, it it helps out. The longer you don't, I mean, if you run on a treadmill, even an hour a day is not is okay, because it, it gives you that cardio that your heart needs to pump harder, just to know how to keep a strong rhythm, and helps with your blood pressure being down, and it's a great stress reliever actually. Because yeah. I went in this I went into this morning really really stressed out, and I came out and I wasn't stressed out enough. I, I, well, I was gonna say I was. <laughs> Not that I wasn't stressed out enough, but I wasn't as stressed. The strain on well, me wasn't that bad. So we're glad you're all right, my man. Not 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 not. I'ma raise your heart level just a little bit here with my main man, <laughs> Sugar Ray here, as we 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 delve it off into tonight's subject. You saw what it was, and you were the first one to respond on this sex, love, and and passion business. And uh, you know, right right now we're 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 asking. You know, it's a it's a two sided question. You got one one's the you get the pro side where you know the the woman giving it up extra quick and extra fast, right? Uh, right. Is and, and a lot of it, you know, this is we have a different society now from what we used to have, where you know women are you know sleeping with a lot of guys and 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 living and living their lives the way they want to, and guys are doing the same thing. But why is it that that guys are not viewed the same way the women are when they're, you know, doing the same thing? Is it the paternal thing with with moms and looking at stuff like that, or is it just a general double standard in your opinion? Well, honestly, you talking about like what a woman being called a whore? She sleeps with a lot of men, but a man that sleeps with a lot of women isn't called anything but a champ. Is that pretty much where you're going with it? Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty much the, the size of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, honestly, I think it's a real bad stereotype, honestly, because my thing about it is a man actually can bring home more disease than a woman can, ironically, even if they sleep with the same amount of partners. they have. He has a lot more risk to his than to her because, granted, a man can uh, a man can do a lot of things. He's still he's still a man whore, regardless. That's still a man whore. But there's a lot more disease that can be brought home. He can bring home a lot more bacteria on him than her, because if he sleeps with if he sleeps with one woman, he sleeps with every man that that woman slept with, regardless of how many times she done bang, been. If she's been banged to the hills and back, he gets everything she gets. And he'll probably get it worse. It'll hurt a lot worse than it did with her. See what I'm saying? 
Right. So, I mean, it's, it's very stereotypical and double standard to call a woman who sleeps with a lot of men a whore, but to call, to, to you know, give kudos to a man that sleeps with a lot of women. Because he's not only putting himself at risk, but he's also putting everyone that he sleeps with at risk. He's also putting him exposing himself and his body, which is supposed to be a temple, to a lot of things that are that weren't born into that weren't made when he was born into. You know what I'm saying? Right. Putting stuff, putting a lot of things into him. And granted, it, it, I mean, fellas, I know that a lot of times it's hard not to just say to say no, but a lot of times you have to. What looks good isn't always good. What looks fresh is is never always fresh. Well, it's not always fresh. You know what I'm saying? It it may look good on the outside, but on the inside, it may be tore up from the floor. Exactly. Exactly. How long do you think that uh, couples should wait before they have sex? Honestly, I think, and I would have to agree with um, with Steve Harvey on this, and because I, I read me as a man, read the book Think Like a Man or Act Like a, I think it's Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, or Think Like a Man, Act Like a Lady. Something. Well, no, it's actually Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. But I read that book, and I agree with him in the aspect of there should be a ninety day rule, only because in nine, in ninety days you know whether you want to be with that person or not. It's like a habit. If you you can pick up a good habit in 30 days and get rid of one in 30 days. So 90 days should be enough where you both see different things. You both you learn a lot about a person, and you learn the you learn their good and their bad, and you learn you either accept their good and their bad, or you you by yourself will push away to someone else. And fellas. I honestly, I think guys should be on the same page as that 90 day rule because 90 days gives you an idea to realize do you really want because taking that step of having sex in a relationship in any relationship it 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 require it, it's a commitment because for for guys it's easy okay yeah I have sex with this girl I have sex with that girl I go here I go okay I do this I jump into that bed this bed and the next bed right. But for a woman, it's a lot more emotion in it. And it, the second you play with their emotions, they'll never be the same. You may never be with them, but you're leaving them broken for the next guy. So they're not, in my sense, a 90 days, uh, a 90 day window or a 90 day return policy should be uh, established in any relationship. You are in mm-hmm. 90 days. You are in ninety days in any in in any beginning relationship. Ninety days should be enough for you to realize: Do you really want to take that step? Because there's also that myth about the five day rule, the five date rule. Just because you take someone out on a date five dates doesn't mean that they necessarily have to give up anything. Just because they give, because you take them out on five dates doesn't mean that you know them. You don't know their habits. You don't know what they do at home. They may tell you things, but 
telling you one thing and being in their home is something completely different. Because the, sec- the second... Because the second you sleep with someone, it changes the relationship forever. Absolutely. Good or bad, it'll change it. it. Good or bad, it'll change it. And good or bad, if you if you do it right away, and then don't decide that you don't want to be with that person for whatever reason, that person feels like they've given some a part of themselves to you, and you took it and trampled over it and walked out the door. Well, well, you 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 honestly um, did a, a very good assessment of that because I was going to ask you what the pros and cons of a sexless relationship were. You pretty much answered that, you know, without me even having to ask you that. You covered a lot of ground right there, and I don't disagree with anything that you said, particularly on the health factor of things, because there's just so many things going on out here that can inherently happen to you. You know, they they say a lot of business goes on with the the sharing of sperm and stuff like that, but I think any kind of fluids or anything, you know, just like anything else that can soak down into your skin and into your body, may not even necessarily come through your sex organs. I think it can happen in just about any kind of, you know, way that, that can happen. And so, you know, it's 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 a who of everybody to kind of really, you know, uh feed in on on the differences between sex and, and, and love and, and, and passion at the same time. Because you can get so caught up in the passion that and, and the sex, which is you know, almost one and the same, that the love portion gets left out because there's no real feelings. It's just physical. I've heard women refer to it as a sports sex. You know what I'm saying? And 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 other different weird names that they they come up with in order to describe the experience. But it's it's just a good idea to really know. You said that perfectly. It's a good idea to really know exactly you know who it is and what it is you're dealing with. And because uh, I'm you know, because back one thing on that you know. Group. Yeah. Because because one of the things that you you know one of the things that like I said before, it's for for a guy it's one thing for a woman it's emo- it, everything is emotion, and you don't want to do that you don't want to break someone else, you that you may or may not want to be with. Right. Okay. Well, that that co- that covers those topics real well. Uh, Sheila Ray, <laughs> yeah. uh, you were you were you were about to tell us about the layaway plan, <laughs> you know. But uh, you know, I'm always interested in your perspective because you have a pretty far-reaching and ranging uh, perspective on things. Why don't you go ahead and yeah, start it all know, Yeah, the lay- the layaway plan, man, is a uh, is a thing that I created. I mean, it's a, it's a method that a lot of guys know it, but I just call it the layaway plan. So it's one of those things that I just put the title on. And what <laughs> it is, man, and what it is is that when a guy meets a girl, it, it mainly it mainly a situation, it's a situational type thing because it's somebody at, at a job or somebody at a church or somebody at a school or any place of business where you run to that same person over and over again. It's a, it's a method on what you do. You know, you have to be 
very slow in your process to where you have to greet her, of course, and you have to be respectful and showing respect to her and things like that. But you have small conversations, but those conversations has a lot of powerful doshas in it. You know, I mean, you put some serious dope into your conversation. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying something to her, you're talking real heavy, but you make it brief. You don't want to talk too much. You don't want to scare the pussy away. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to just overbearing. You want to kind of like talk to her and conversate with her and be respectful and and leave it there and leave her something on her mind to make her think and leave it at that and bounce and go on to probably the next time you see her, you come back again with another conversation, pick it up off you where you left. It's a it's it's it's, it's a it's a Situation that has a, a continuation, you know. You basically it's like a train. You have one part of the train that you you basically have a stop by. Another part of the train is, is all connected together. So you basically put the conversation. You just keep on going to where you kind of like talking to a ghost. And as time goes on, as time goes on, man, it's a thing where she gets very comfortable with you, and you basically talking to her and you're saying, hey. Um, how you doing and what's going on with you. The basic generic stuff is what you start out with. But as you continue going on, man, she'll get comfortable with you because you're not overbearing with the conversation. And you just basically just giving her little by little and get more comfortable. When you get to the point where you see her, she may come at you and start talking. And now when she comes at you and start talking, that means she's that means okay, you're good. Because you don't want to be have to go to her so many times, so many times, so many times, if she's not receptive to it, then she's not receptive to the conversation. Then to so leave her alone. But right. give her the opportunity where she can come at you because she might like you. And if she starts coming at you, then you know you're in. But it's all about patience. It's all about taking your time. And it's a one-two method, man. It's called a layaway plan. You're taking your time to pay money down, keep making payments, <laughs> keep making payments. And then when you cash it and you buy it, you take it home and you do what you do. And that's how it is. That's it. <laughs> You know, it's a layaway plan. That's real smooth, man. I like that. I like that layaway plan. That's, that's, that's a very intelligent way of, of approaching things. You know, that's, I like that. Yeah, you have to. You have to have. You, you, it's it's just game, man. It's not. I wouldn't want to put it in that castle. It's game, but I don't want to put it to where it's like it's like a bunch of play stuff. But it's real. But it's just guys need to have that type of flavor about themselves because some guys think that one wants a hot hot head. Or some airhead. No, black women ain't with that no more. Black women have seen, they've been to the circus, they've seen the clown, they've seen all that shit. So don't come with that bullshit. You can mess around probably a white woman and a white woman or any other woman, they probably will be down with that because they're not used to being around black men. But when you come, with you, you come to a black woman, man, you got to come legit. You got to come legit. And the thing about it, you got to have your situation tight and you got to be very patient. Black put you on black. Black women, black women put you on black. I put you on blast, man. And rightfully so. And I know because I want, because black women put me on blast. That's a real deep stuff you got going there, man. I mean, I mean, these, 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 these are good steps to, to slow your roll. Basically, slow your roll. And uh, check this out, man. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you how the situation works. I, I work at a high school, right? There was a kid who came from Kansas. And the thing about him, he came to the school and he came to this area in Washington. 
he was like, man, ain't too many black women around here, and black girls around here. I said, that's a few, you know. He said, but they're not, they're not really cracking. I said, you see that girl right there? He said, yeah. She was a freshman at the time, and he was a 10th grader. I said, she's going to be bummed. He's like, you think so? I said, yeah, she's going to be bummed. He did not believe me. He did not believe me. <laughs> Two years passed. The way he's a senior now, and she's a junior, and they're together now. And I always look at him, he smiled at me. But the reason why I told him, I said, listen, I told you. I told you she's going to be hot. He said, yeah, you're right. I said, you have to understand, man, a flower <laughs> doesn't bloom until after time, man. It takes time for a flower to bloom. But I know because I've been around. You guys will know, too, because you've been around, and you know the future of what the young girl's going to look like. It ain't like I'm checking out from just this. I just know that she's going to blossom into a beautiful woman. And that's what happened, man. And now he's with her. But I, 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 I talk to kids all the time, man. I give them some game. I talk to them about some stuff, man. You know, I tell them about brushing their teeth, wash their hairs, and combing their hair, and start wearing days and dukes and fucking tight shorts and shit like that, man. Put some flavor in your life, man. Get some clean shit, man. Make it, make yourself nice. Now, question though. My thing, my thing is, my now, now Sugar Ray, you brought up, uh, you brought up a comment that that kind of made me think. My thing is, you're talking about okay, paying it forward. Giving you know, small conversations and all this other stuff. Small conversations are good, but as I've heard a couple of people tell me in the past, why would you want to make a down payment on a house when you can go up and buy the house? In some situations, in to... some situations you can. In some situations you can. But the understand is though, before you buy anything, you want to make sure you know about it. And have an idea of what you're buying. Because what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say is, when I say small conversation, I'm not talking about just small. I'm just talking about a little bit of planting a seed. You know, giving a little, just planting a seed, just a thought, just a conversation. Because she's a stranger, you know. And it's somebody you like. So it's but it's one of those things you just conversate and you have a good time. It don't matter how long the conversation is. As long, it's just as, long as, as long as she's receptive to the conversation, you can be as long as you want to. But if you, but. But if you if you have the opportunity to, to purchase the whole entire thing all at once, well then hey, you don't you don't need the layaway plan. You're good. That means your, your, that means your game is just that strong. You're good. You don't need it. But some dudes need it, man. Some dudes need that layaway plan because they don't know what to say in the conversations, man. That's a real deal. Some cats yeah, don't know what to say. Some cats don't know what to say, man. Yeah, my, and my, as far as that, other, as far as that, that that last thing that you were talking about, I mean, it's it's some dudes out there that just I don't even know. You just you could someone told me one time you could tell what your what your wife is gonna look like in thirty years or in forty years based on what her mama looked like. So if her mama <coughs> walks around at sixty seven years old wearing some high heel shoes, some some, yeah, some stuff. You know that come thirty years later. <laughs> yeah, just saying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you gotta, you gotta love it, man. Like looking, people think that we're just it, talking in general, but this is this is really useful information, especially for the guys that is trying to seek some game. You know what it is. <laughs> my my thing about it is. Don't don't 
yeah, you can you can have a conversation and uh, as y'all would call it, spit some game, but don't spit some don't spit some don't don't spit so much game that you forget about what the the task at hand was, what your eventual goal was, which is to either marry that person, build a relationship with that person, or just be friends with that person. But right. if you turn if you turn a relationship into a game then it's, you can never take anything serious. And if you can never take anything serious, guess what? Life is going to kick your ass. But you know what? It's, 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 I think what, what, what Sugar Ray is saying, though, is just more oh, no, or I'm less not, on an introductory I'm... level to, to, to talking to somebody. Because, I mean, okay. of course, after you get, you get going you're, and you're in it, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're making a good <laughs> point, too. But once, once, I mean, once you're in it, you're, you're always trying to be in it to, in it, in it to win it. But sometimes you just need to make that initial, that initial oh, deal yeah. because you know a, a lot of girls that I had seen in high school were frustrated to me because you know they only wanted the guy with the perm and the hey baby what you know conversation. It wasn't until yeah. later on when 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 they when they quit dealing with the tennis shoe pimp mentality and they really you know educated themselves on on what's real and what wasn't. By the time that came along, it was already too late. I had my I had my bread together, I had my house together, I had the as the woman that I needed, and I still get women today, 30 years later, asking me, well, you know, if I had, you know, been a little bit, had a little bit more court awareness out there, you know, I, I was I was playing playing with, uh, you know what I'm saying, with uh, with uh, Luke Walton and Steve Kerr, rather than maybe playing with Jordan and Scottie Pippen, you know what I'm saying, you know, would we have been able to do something? And I'm like, yeah, yes and maybe no, but you have to understand, if you with somebody as long as I've been with somebody, there's been good pros and cons on both sides of it. At the same time, there's been a lot of sacrificing of feelings on both ends. I had to give some. She had to give some. I had to give some back. I had to give her chase for her buck back, too, so we could both feel more or less even in the, in the relationship. But when you're initially getting out there and trying to get it in, it's kind of tough, especially when, um, you know, the fast-talking guys seem to be able to get in a little bit. Quicker than you, yeah. you just trying to just try to get your toast like just trying to say hello. Right. Hello, right. and, and being and being, you know, another thing too, man, is being being very honest too, man. Don't try to don't try to make somebody yourself. Don't 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 lie. Don't I mean just be honest, man? Because I feel like if you're honest and being sure and confident and respectful, you can get your way. If a woman is not receptive to the truth, then she's not ready for you. Because I feel like if you're just basically being honest with yourself, and when I say game, I don't want people to think that you got to be, yo, what's up, baby, what's happening? No, that ain't no game. That's dirty, man. That's whack. Nobody want to hear that shit, man. I mean, you got to be you got to be a G. You, you got to be a G. And when I say G, G you got to be a gentleman. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a gentleman, man. You got to be smooth with your stuff, man. You can't be all moist with that, man. You got to be real, real cool and got to be yourself. You have to be cool and be yourself. Because if you're nervous and you come and talk to her, you're going to make her nervous. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. And then you just going to have two nervous people trying to talk. Yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to talk, try to talk to her. She's going to try to figure out how she can get away from you. Yeah. Looking for the exit, man. Yeah, it's like, damn. Oh, man. Yeah, man. That smooth operator action, man. Well, you know what? I'm a... I'm going to throw in a little, we're going to take a, a quick break. I'm going to throw in a little something here for y'all, man, so Chuck it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is some real good relationship talk. I sure wish we could get these ladies to, 
not be scary. Go ahead, call in at six folks six five nine five three four two. You know what I'm saying? And, and go ahead and conversate with the guru, man, because you know we want to hear what your perspective is and what you think on this. It's all relative and it's all important. So I'm gonna drop this one on you just in case you weren't paying attention.
black cabbage, man. I love black black cabbage. Man, that is hot, boy. Yeah, that is hot, boy. He is telling the truth on that bad boy, you know what I mean? That is hot, boy. Thank you, too, for love, you know? Is there a phone number for that? Is there a phone well, yeah, number I'm for a, that I'm a, 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 a 
Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give the information right now. I'm in the process of working on it, that man. But I'm thinking that okay. we're gonna go off your program tomorrow night, man, because okay. you know we can go up, go up to six four six five nine five thirty four zero two. We're gonna run through that as always. And um, thing about it though is that um, um, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. I like I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that. I I, I can't wait, man. You know I, I love new stuff anyway, man. That to be able to be in on something like that is, is incredible, and, and, and I what's think that's well, quite useful and necessary. Hey, what's that music? Hey, what's that? What's that? Oh, oh what's that going <laughs> on back there? Um, yeah, I have a baby, uh, so I have like baby toys that I, he has and stuff. Hey, you, oh, know what? you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. If you Make music or make beats. That's a sample. That's a sample. That's a sample <laughs> that you can use right nice there. Sample. Yeah. That's a nice sample. I mean, <laughs> when I used to make beats, man, I used to get, I mean, I used to do everything I possibly can for a sample. As a matter of fact, I don't know if y'all guys remember, man, there was a, uh, a, a PS, when PS, PlayStation first came out, I think it paid, no, PS2. When they, it was on PS2 or PS1, one of them, they had this uh, thing called the Music Generator. And the thing yeah. about the Music Generator, I used to put that in there, man, and I didn't think much of it, but I used to play with it. And uh, I used to make beats, you know, I, used to do my stuff. I still do sometimes. But the thing about it, that Music Generator came with a sampling mic and everything. And, well, and, you could put, and you could put beats together, you could bend beats, you could stretch, all kind of stuff that you could do online right now with, you know, with beats. And I was doing it, man. That music generator was so powerful. I couldn't believe it, man, that I did so much stuff on that, man, that it, it was amazing, man. So if you ever get into doing something, man, look up music generator, man. Look at some stuff they have for PS, I think PS1, PS2. It was incredible, man. I couldn't believe it. Man. But I used to sample all kinds of stuff, man. Sampling is, is an art in sampling, man. But you got to so, sample, sample to the point where people don't know about it, where you get it from. Bend it up. Bend the kind of ways where they think, man. Man, look, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was listening to what you guys were saying, but I'm also reading this thing. Apparently a California mayor told a group of kids to grow a pair if they're being bullied. What is that? A grow up? <laughs> I'm reading here, it says, at a recent city council meeting, Porterville Mayor uh, Cameron Hamilton said he opposes bullying but thinks it is too often blamed for the world's problems. Hamilton said some people need to grow a pair. The mayor was responding to a student program proposing safe zones around town with signs directing children the places where they could seek refuge from bullies. So now we're, and I hate to change the subject on you, but so now the mayor, now mayors have entitlement to tell kids who are being bullies, no, don't shoot us for school. Just go ahead and grow up here. Hmm. Well, you know, once again, this is just a, Another case of of someone who has no business 
holding down a uh, a staff office or, or nothing like that. He has no business, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, being, you know being in, in a position he's in. And it's unfortunate that there's still people that are still acting and thinking and representing the wrong side of the Atlantic that are in that are in the business of of being in charge of something. That's that's probably just about as ignorant a statement as you're going to get somebody to come up with. And and so I mean, what what can, what can we do? I mean, you know, the, the the lunatics are running the asylum again. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just like handcuffing uh, a nine-year-old girl here in Portland after a fight happened a week before to take her down to the police station in handcuffs on those cold, hard seats without even letting her put her clothes in and basically taking her down there in her bikini underwear and and, and, and uh, making her sit down in, in a regular jail cell at nine years old. This is the type of nonsense, nonsensical behavior that happens when you know, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. People ain't paying attention to what's going on, and they're letting these, these lunatics, you know, run wild and, uh, and run unchecked. So I'm not surprised by an ignorant statement like that at all. And, uh, of course, if something happens to one of his children or grandchildren, I'm quite sure that the name of that song would change rather rather rapidly. And that so is, and I, and I hate and then another thing that I just saw here, and it's actually here on, um, it's actually on my Fox Atlanta. Apparently, a high school student was sworn in as the youngest mayor of a Texas town. So apparently, now you can be 18 years old and be a mayor of a city. Apparently, uh, an 18-year-old kid by the name of Kelvin Green was sworn into office on Friday at City Hall as the youngest mayor in the city, in the state's existence. At 18 years old, he's in charge of a city. Now, granted, I, I mean, how do, you, how do you guys feel about it? Because I know I feel that if you're 18 years old and you're the mayor of a city, A, there should be a little bit of someone there being guidance, because at 18 years old, you think, the sky is blue because you want you decide it to be blue. Apparently, granted, his teachers think that it's going to be a, a that it's a really good thing for him to be a, the youngest mayor. How do you guys feel? Wow, the youngest mayor. Hmm. I, I feel the same way about that that they felt when they were crying about Barack Obama getting the Nobel Peace Prize. You know, I mean, it's it's a it's the kind of thing where what was different about his is that he became president of the United States, and he actually represented peace that was going to going to come to people. So he had seen a lot more than that young man is going to ever see in his lifetime as president of the United States. So far as you know, being a lawgiver and stuff like that. What I would say is, I wonder how the how the people feel that are lawyers and, and, and uh, the representatives that, uh, you know what I'm saying, that, that are under this kid, that watch this kid grow up and now becomes their boss. And that, see, that's, that's what you call stupidity that's allowed to run unchecked. That's unchecked stupidity. And when you got people that sit up and they are so blind and ignorant that they can't even figure out the fact that this kid hasn't done enough. He just 
he just quit raising his hand and asked him to go to the bathroom like the year before. He <laughs> doesn't know anything about life or, or challenges or anything. That's that's a, that's a city whose uh, whose future is pretty bleak. It must be a a town of like twenty five people or something. You know what I'm saying? They well, must apparently, be uh, apparently, uh, apparently, the article says goes on to say that he went on he won by default because no one else filed to run for the position. So they didn't even do an election. It's basically, oh, oh you filed to win, so guess what? You win. At 18 years old, why is someone being allowed to run for mayor at 18? Granted, some people, some people's children may do a great job as mayor at 18. But the last thing I checked, at 18, you worried about partying, drinking, and who you're dating. So at 18, you being the mayor pretty much puts the power in your hand because you can make a law that every girl in the city has to date you. Yeah. I, I, you could also, you could make you could also t- push to pass a law where everyone in that city has to greet you or give you things for free. You, I mean, there's a lot of way, there's a lot of ways that this could go really, really bad in a matter of time. Just saying, we 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 can think about the positive, and yeah, he's mayor at 18. But think about the bad that can come from it because it all, it all depends on how it'll end up. It could end up real well where he could be the best mayor ever. You know, he could run three or four times. But it could also mean that he cuts the school day down to half a day every day because he's still in high school. That he can <laughs> that he can pretty much hire and fire the teachers that he doesn't like. That he can make his lunch a little bit longer if he feels like it because, hell, he's the mayor of the city. That You know I, what I'm saying? There's, there's a lot of good things he could also build, you know, bring back integrity to the office of mayor. He could also bring back a higher, make it a stronger and more efficient budget because he's mayor. He could also make it where there's a lot more resources for teenagers because dumb. he's a teenager. If you're that dumb to, to allow that to happen, and there's no one challenging that, and they're that really, truly that dumb. Then that's that's a that's a town that I'd be trying to get the hell out of as soon as possible because <laughs> it, doesn't get, it, it doesn't get any dumber than that. I'm sorry, that's 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 just irresponsible and dumb. If you don't have anybody for the position, then you hold a special election. You know what I'm saying? You hold a special a, a special election, and you and you try to come up with 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 something. More viable than that. That's just people just just throwing their hands up in the air and saying the hell with it. You know we don't we don't really care about what's going on. We're just trying to make a point and and trying to you know see if we can just like bicycle lane in Portland. <laughs> well, my my but my thing is my my other issue with this whole situation is this. He's 18. He's the he barely even has graduated high school, let alone college. When you don't, I'm not. That's not to say that you need college to be a mayor, because technically you don't. Hell, I live in a city that the the, the mayor is not only he doesn't like he hasn't made it public, but he really doesn't like people of other cultures. He's not open to other cultures. And then on top of that, I also he he happens to be a tax collector, lawyer, at that. 
and he just doesn't do anything in the community, but he's a mayor. But it, when it comes to this this young man, I, again, it can go real, real well, but it can also go real, real south, real, real bad, real, real fast. Because you put what a may an average in some cities, mayors make about fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a year. Right at fifteen thousand, fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a year, he's not gonna go to high. He's not even gonna go to college. He may just sit back and cool it for the next four years. Um, but at or some may more may make more than that because I know in the city of New York, the mayor makes about one point something million dollars a year or a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. So I'll say I'll say again, if a municipality is that dumb. Will he allow something like that to transpire? And they don't hold a special election or hold a set aside or push the push the election of the electing of the mayor down farther, down farther to where it needs to be, so that somebody responsible can get in there and that town's got coming to it, whatever's got coming to it. I mean, because I mean, you're you're begging for trouble if you if you sit up and you and you uh, do some crazy stuff like that. I mean, come on, man, that's I mean that 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 to, that to me is beyond crazy. That to me is just plain old, good old, stupid. You, you, yeah. That's like dri- that's like driving with no brakes. You just gave an eighteen-year-old enough power to control you, your police department, and anything else in the city at a moment's notice. Because hell, yeah. he is the mayor after all. So again, you put. That much power and that much trust into someone that young. Yeah, you trip. Good luck. All I can say, all I can say is this: Good luck, and I wish them well, because I don't even think. And New York is a very, New York City is a very, very, very liberal city. But it'll be a cold day in hell when an eighteen-year-old gets to run the city. <laughs> they they're, they're extreme in New York. They're very, very, very open-minded about it. Hell, in California, there's a lot of things that they'll let slip by. But 18-year-old mayor, never, never, ever, ever, ever. That's like putting a loaded know. gun in someone's hand. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Cigarettes sounds like. Sounds like somebody wearing Daisy Dukes again. They paying attention to what's going on. <laughs> yeah, man. I know, man. That's a, that's crazy, man. I don't know what's it, going on. It, it, it's just, and it, it, it even goes. I mean, there's just so many crazy things going on that I could go on and on and on for days about stories, stupid things that are going on in the news. Which if it, it don't get dumber than an 18 year old being elected for mayor. Um. But it is, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the news right now. And nowadays, man, that people just, they just do dumb things, man. Because I think sometimes at the point where people get so educated and so so, uh, so caught up into the, uh, the thing of making money, man, that they really kind of forget it. On how to make simple decisions on things, and people, and a lot of people, and nowadays, man, like everybody wants to get this 
to shine right now. Everybody want to get the opportunity to do something stunning or something blowing away or something crazy. We're in the information age, man, where everything is so accessible. If people get this and get that, and you know I mean, everything, and people don't, you know, it's so funny. Uh, there's kids nowadays, nowadays, man, that you know we used to use the microwave. You got kids right now getting pissed off at the microwave because they cooking their stuff fast enough. I mean, like, damn, <laughs> dude. I mean, like, hold on, you know, because. You made the microwave. I remember when the microwave wasn't here, but but cats nowadays. I remember. I remember. I remember when there was a time where you actually had to work to make the milk to to feed your child. You had to warm it. The like, not the oh, let me put a thermometer in it. Oh, let me throw it in the microwave for a couple seconds. No. Right. If you want, if you wanted a hot bottle of milk, you sat there and you watched that damn bottle of milk, and you put it in the in the stove, in the water, and set it on the stove, not the electric stove, the gas stove. I know most of us grew up in gas stove apartments or gas stove houses, so you had to yep. have at least had at least one gas stove in your life to even yep. remotely have an idea of what a struggle is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, man. I think, I think it's ridiculous that teenagers have uh, cell phones. Shit, let me, let well, me you ask know what? You're right. I, I, I mean, I, oh, my goodness, man. Now, let me say something about you with the cell phones. <laughs> man, I, okay, I work at a high school, man. And the thing about it, it was so crazy about it, is a, stu- a teacher comes to pick up her uh, son. She don't even have to go to the attendance office because she's already texting in the classroom. Usually when you step in the building, you step in and you say, hey, I'm here to pick up my son, and they'll call him from the classroom, and he'll come out and something like that. No, she don't do that. She texts him already while he's in class, and he makes his move. They just go by the attendance lady. Don't they? The attendance lady don't have to do anything anymore because they're already texting and everything. And the thing about it is, though, it's so crazy about the cell phones, man, is that kids have got real lazy, man, to the point where they don't have to necessarily do anything because they have these cell phones. They've been in the classroom their cell phone. The teachers can't take it from them. If they want to find an answer to something, they'll do this. They'll, they'll look it up. They'll keep this and that. I mean, it's crazy right now with this cell phone age and everything like that, man. It. You got kids recording events in the cafeteria, recording everything. So you have to watch yourself as a teacher. Some of these teachers don't get it, man. I can't, you can't hang out with these kids and kick it with these kids and mush and rub up. You can't do that because if you do that, you can also, you, you're you impossible of a lawsuit. Or one thing where kids say, hey, touch me. You could be done for a lifetime. But it's unbelievable, man, on how... Every kid has a cell phone, and you can't do nothing about it. Can't take it because it's their property. They have, they may have information, and if you bring somebody to the office and you got it with the other, other person, that person that text the other person that hey they coming to get you, that person may bounce. So you can't get that person because they they already texting, and then not only texting, it gets deeper than that. They go Twitter, so you have to get you a Twitter account to keep up with your ass. 
you have to watch the person with the like when a fight ready to jump off and they have cell phones. I watch them because their Twitter, whatever's going on, on Twitter, it it moves them. They you read their body language because they they got Twitter, man. You can't. They just not no more texts no more. Everything is so different right now. I mean, it's crazy as hell. Like, I said, remember there's a dude named Andy Warhoff. I mean, he's dead right now. But back in the day, he said there's going to be an opportunity. This is before cell phones and everything came out. He said everybody's going to have an opportunity for 10 minutes of fame. That's something going to come along where everybody's going to have their 10 minutes of shine. Well, it's here. And that's what he was talking about before he died. Andy Warhoff, he was talking about everybody's going to have an opportunity to be famous. And now everybody's recording stuff, everybody's uploading on YouTube, Twitter, video. It's crazy, man. It's unbelievable what's going on with this text, text and cell phone ages and stuff. It's too much, man. It's just too much. These damn kids are just too damn spoiled. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever that, you know, parents can't be parents anymore. If your own, if your own, you crack your own kid across the noggin or whatever because they're getting out of pocket, they can have your ass hauled off to jail. You know and they'll do it. But they're, and you know what's crazy about that, though? And I'm glad you brought that up. One thing is, is that if you were to do that, they'll throw you away real fast and make sure that they lock the key up real quick. Because you're trying to make sure that your child don't have to, you know, go through the headaches of someone of uh, uh, going through situations that you've seen other people go through. But they'll lock you up real fast for that. But someone comes to break in your house and see the response time. See the response time change. Oh, but your you call your kid calls the cops on you because you hit them? Huh? Hell, you have three and four units at your house. Let me tell you they something. Even have somebody, more, somebody break in your house, you better kill the ass. Because if company, in the state of Oregon, you shoot the robber or shoot somebody and he don't die, they can they, he can sue you for shooting him even though he broke into your house. Mm-hmm. You, he can. They they give people some. They give so many things to different to different situations, like a robber, for instance. Someone can rob your house. In the state of Georgia, we have a shoot to kill act. Basically. If someone tries to break in your house, you have the authority to shoot them dead because they came into your property. It's more like the stand your ground law. You have the opportunity and the right to stand your ground. But if you stand your ground, you better make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons and that you stand your ground and that the person doesn't come back. Because in some states, they'll even charge you. They'll charge you with felonious assault, but the person came into your house and broke your ho- broke into your house, and they'll charge you with a felony for assaulting them, for aggravated assault, mind you. They sure will. They'll charge, they'll charge you, lock you up, put you in the county jail. They sure will. Yep. Trust me. Salt your ass down out here. You better make sure that motherfucker's dead as a doorknob. You're in, you're in the doing <laughs> time of protecting your own shit. Uh-huh. Oh That's yeah, insane. you sure you sure will. You, if you if, if someone comes chasing after you with a uh, with a gun or something like that, like in Texas, in Texas it's legal for you to have a gun and you don't have to have a permit. 
it's legal for you to have a gun in your car. And in Georgia, they just passed a law where now it's legal for you to carry your gun into church. So now they're packing Damn. everywhere. Well, you know what, man? And what's so crazy about that, you know what's, what's scary about that, man, about the gun thing is that a lot of people don't know, man, that a lot of people that have guns are people are not felons. Who don't need lot, them? Yeah, people who don't need them. Because a lot of people who have those guns, man, are, are like, you have, you have a lot of people who are felons, man, who are not able to buy guns, but they have access to getting it. But those people who have, people in the suburbs, those people in the rounds or outskirts of your area, they all have guns. And the thing about it is, though, they have guns for a reason, and they live in the suburbs for a reason, too. So it's one of those things, man, that people got to keep in mind, man, but they are definitely, definitely, they ain't going to think of eye when it comes to somebody like me and you. Oh, they ain't even going to, shit, they ain't even, I mean, sorry, they ain't even going to, they ain't even going to care. Shit, man, you going to try to rob someone's house. Oh, okay. You better hope and pray that that person ain't home. Yeah. It, I've, I've, I've heard, I think it was in New York, if I'm not mistaken, this person robbed someone else's house, got a beat down from up to down. The person that beat them down because they broke into their house had to pay, what was it, had to pay the medical expenses and then had to pay them for uh, bodily injury because the person who hit them, who who ended up beating the crap out of them because they jumped into, they tried to rob the house, this was literally hurt so bad. Now you can't even protect your own. You can't even protect your property. And then, but mind you, let you shoot someone, let you shoot an unarmed child or an unarmed teenager and let them let you walk away. Now, if you shoot on, now it depends on who you are, but if you are an un, if you shoot an unarmed teenager that's walking around with no gun, with no nothing, has no proof, has no evidence, and y'all know who I'm talking about, has no proof, has no evidence, has no nothing to say that you would stand in your ground, but all of a sudden you claim to stand your ground, and guess what? You get away with what you did. And then not once, but five, but three or four times have already had other gun-related offenses. Yet you still have you still have the ability to walk around with a gun permit. That caused the question: What's going on? Let me ask. What's the what's the what's the latest situation on uh, on the Michael Dunn situation? What's how did that outcome come out? I mean, I have known. I mean, refresh me on that. What does that come out to be? It. It didn't come out to be in in, in band. You talking about the kid that got killed because they were playing loud music? Yeah, the guy Jordan. Yeah, his name is Jordan. He well, yeah. He uh, he ended up getting convicted for I think it was for attempted murder on everyone else, but the person that he actually killed, he got attempted murder. I think he got attempted murder or something or assault or something or endangering something, but he never got charged with the murder. Because they they found him not guilty on the murder charge, or they couldn't come up with a verdict on the, something like that. I think it was they came not guilty. They came back not guilty on the murder charge, but they found him guilty of everything else. The person he actually shot and killed, they didn't charge him with murder. They didn't get him for murder on that. 
But everything else, they pretty much let him slide on. They gave him a slap on the wrist. I think he's only doing a couple years in prison, maybe three or four years in prison. And see, and that's why, that's why I say here in America, man, that when it comes down to, you know, people of color, all people of color, you know, that's why when when you say racism, when you say uh, black or Hispanic or Asian, when when they when they uh, anybody when they say when a white person call them racist, I it doesn't set well with me, man. Because reason why I say that only racism that those people are leveled down to is just bigotry, and that's just name calling. That's all we can do is name call. But when it comes down to actual racism, the systematical racism is really bigger than anything else, and that's the situation that goes on these justice system, which is controlled by white America, where they make all the laws, make all the rules, they hire and fire everybody. They are the ones who control, and they make racism. See, people always say, well, you're sub- he being racist. Well, we we can't be racist, man, because we don't ha- we don't have the power. How can we? How I, there's no there's nothing we can do other than call them names to white folks. We can't disenfranchise them unless we do boycott them. But we can't do anything as far as making laws or anything. So it bothers me, man, because they get away with so much, and they could do so much. Other people But so little Is done to them They make so much money Off people's labor And it makes them wealthy To where they get to They get to make They pull the strings on everything And I try to talk to some people about that man And try to share that with people man But people just don't understand What I'm saying man Some people get it But what I'm trying to say is Is that You cannot call you cannot be called racist. You cannot. I mean, whatever. Because if they call us racist, they don't know the definition of it. They don't know. It's deeper than that. When you say race, man, you got to think what race is, man. Race is a competition between a group of people. A race, you know what I'm saying? It's competition. And who's winning well, the competition? Who's running the competition right now is the dominant society, the white people, the white supremacy. They control it. And thing about it, man, people need to understand, though, is that even though a white person is nice and kind and everything like that, that's fine. But don't think that he's not practicing white supremacy because when I say white supremacy, there are certain privileges that he gets that we don't get. He can go in the bank and he can get that loan. I can't go in there and get that loan. You know what I mean? I mean, straight up. If so happened, if somebody say, "Hey, um, a group of pe- yeah, a group of people jumped us, man," uh, a group of uh, white people, no, a group of black kids, a black, a bunch of black dudes beat up a white boy, just automatically just say that they're gonna round up. White supremacy is gonna take over. They're gonna have like about ten police cars all over the community, and they probably haul off like thirty. Black dudes and put them in the lineup until they find the right one. It could be a false false accusation. It could be something. It could be uh, another white dude just beat him up. 
But he could just say a black dude did it, and they ain't going to come after us. Susan A. Smith, remember that? <laughs> Same situation. You know, when she had her kids drown, and she said, hey, it was a black dude, they round brothers up. But Yeah, they was rounding them up it, quick, too. Yeah, and it wasn't, and it wasn't, it wasn't real. That's, that's, that's the privilege they have. That's the white supremacy. That's the thing they have. And when it comes to all these laws, all these gun rules, all this stuff, I tell people all the time, man, you know, people say, oh, man, we come a long way. Things have changed. No, it hasn't. And we haven't changed. You know, okay, so what? Money. Individually, we got money, but as a whole, as a people, we're not doing well because money-wise, they control all that. They, if you want to see racism, you think it's, things change. Look at the prison system. Wonder why there's so much of us in there, and not that many of them. Look at the private. Look how much the job situation. Look at everything. Just because we got a black president, don't think, <laughs> don't think that it's changed. He's just a puppet. And that's the thing. It doesn't change nothing. But I'm just saying, man, this situation is really, really alive and still going on. And think about it. They're doing to all people, man, the, um, to the Asians, uh, to the Mexicans, and to everybody that come to this country. What they're doing is they're teaching them about Coming to America and and uh, be a part of what we have and help our economy and it's great. I'm, I love all people to come over and do well and start your business and do well and do for your communities. That's perfect. But it bothers me, man, when it comes to a situation to where they say something like, you know, uh, they talk about immigration laws. They talk about a situation where uh, they want to control that, you know, and, and Talking about people need to, you know, they're trying to cut off the borders and all that kind of stuff. They're trying to blame, you know, like um, like Mexicans, they're bringing this over to the communities and they're bringing drugs and gangs. No, they're not doing that. <laughs> they're not doing that. They're coming over here, and they're coming over here basically to be to make a living, to survive, because they have them tough in their in um, country. But the thing about it, though, is that those drugs and all that stuff like that, it's not because they didn't, the Mexican people are not the responsible for all that. Who's responsible for that? It's the American people because they are the ones. They are the ones that people don't know that are flooding everybody's communities and, 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 and basically getting people to the point where they have no other choice. Because people are trying to survive, trying to take care of their families. People don't want to be that. People are trying to take care of their families. But the thing about it is, man, is that this it's, it's all camouflage, man. It's crazy on how America, media, television, they program people's minds, man, telling people certain things and have them believe it. And they stereotype everybody in these ways of thinking this and thinking that. And the reason why things are sold the way they are and divided is because, not because of the little people, it's because of those big people up above. They control all that stuff. You know, that's my philosophy. <laughs> so I got to deeper in that, man. But that's part of some of the things I'd be thinking about, man. Yeah. Very well stated. I mean, it's, it's 
she's just she's just too out of control, man. You know, and, and you know, my my thing is like this here, and, and it's it's basic. If you lie about Jesus, you're lying about everything else. Okay, you're lying about the origins of people, where people come from, and what they represent. You're lying about everything else. You can't even get that right. Every, everything that comes out of your mouth is a continuous lie. Everything that you come up with is a continuous lie. And you continue to lie to people. You continue to lie to people, and no one can trust anything that you say because you would prefer to lie than to tell the truth. You know, so there's certain things hey. that in life you just shouldn't lie about. And, 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 and hey, Flossie. lie about everything. Yeah. Hey, Flossie. You got to remember, yeah. it's not a lie. It's not a lie. It's just an inconsistency. I tell you what, when I see here of 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 uh, a shoes will feed a brass in the Bible, and you come up with everything but that to represent who Jesus Christ is, and you start you start out with that. That's, that's very basic, very basic. The way that you divide the people is not by so much by finance, but so much by by by, by even class. You divide the people first. The first step that you use to divide people up is their religion. You like damn, damn, that's, hey, damn, that's heavy, bro. That's heavy right there, you just said. Yeah, yeah, think about that. You start with that first. Everything else, everything else up to God is, is domino effect. If, if, God, if God is big seven, I'm not going to say big six, because we know who big six is. But say that there's an extra domino on the dominoes, and, and the big domino when you start playing is big seven. If you lie about big seven, everything you say after that's a damn lie. Everything. You lie, if you if you belie a person's religion, if you belie a person's uh, 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 spiritual thing. Look at what you're doing right now with the homosexual stuff. You're telling people that if they don't want to serve you, because it is against their religious conviction to do so, in a state of Oregon, you are now subject to get your business closed. I've got two businesses that I know of. A bar is down the street. Years since I've been here, that same bar has been down the street is now closed. A simple mom-and-pop cake shop where they had a small business and stuff, they said, look, we don't want to make uh, homosexual cake, uh, uh, cake uh, uh, designs and stuff. We don't believe in that. It's against our religious belief. Back, back not too long ago, less than two years ago, that was perfectly okay to do that because that's how you felt about your religion. But now all of a sudden, you are liable to not only getting your business closed down, but to be fined so heavily that you're now forced to, 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 to close your business down. And you can't even get to get the story right in, in the Bible of, 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 of what Jesus looks like, who he is. In every other country, including Israel, including Israel, he's brown skin. But somehow you get over here to America and you give them the blonde hair and the blue eyes, and that's the first thing, that's the first most rudimentary thing that you do to throw people off is to lie about their religion, lie about the background of what they believe in, and now you're telling them in 2014 that their religious convictions now do not even matter or count because we have an agenda, which is, which is the biggest lie next to cocaine. We have an agenda now that if you don't believe and some some cockamamie stuff that doesn't even that doesn't even befit anything. And somehow now, if you don't believe in this homosexual movement that's going on, that's all it is is a, another brand movement because you you wait until you had to hang up on that. One. But, but, but you wait until that 
and you wait until you know that occurs, that happens, and that problem happens, then all of a sudden, thing else that you say after that, like I said to me, that's where you, how you break people up. It's not money. It's not finances. It starts with your religion, and it works itself in from there. That's why so many people are lost right now. Now, you know, you 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 can even, you know, get behind your religion and say, this is what I believe in, because now you are, you now have a phobia that never existed prior to the prior to the so-called uh, Fair Rights Act or whatever the hell they come up with for, for people. And I think, I think that's fundamentally wrong. So there's a lot of things that are now, uh, Flossie, There's a lot of things that are fundamentally wrong, but they're right as long as you're just uh, not someone that's not like. It's right as long as it's not someone who it, it, of color, or it's right as long as it's not someone of some other origin other than your own. Right. That's what the, the the theory is. That's if you, since we're talking about that. That's what the theory is, and the, the the main thing about things is it's not so much where you come from anymore. It's so much it, it's not so much what you believe or don't believe in. It's become it's okay for some, but it's not okay for all. Right. And you can't like you were saying before about how faith is one of the things that divides a people. Well, it's not only that either. It's the facts about it. Like you said, like you said, even Israel believes, you know, that there there was it, he was dark skinned or not dark skinned but light brownish. Whereas you come over here and it's like, oh, yeah, no. Even in the pictures, if you look at them, if you go to certain churches and look at the pictures. What's the what's portrayed in the pictures? I can tell you one thing: it ain't a black guy. Big time. Big time, it, man. It, it, it it's not. It ain't someone. I mean, it's not no one that you that's portrayed or not portrayed, but that's written of in the word. It's a someone that was. You get what I'm saying? That was altered to fit the status quo, right? Because in the Bible, it doesn't it doesn't even talk about the color of your skin. It does to an extent. It, it, it doesn't name colors of skins of people. It doesn't tell you what Peter looked like. It doesn't tell you what you know. What I'm saying it doesn't tell you all those things, but it's portrayed. Because it fits the status quo. Exactly. But then again, we are the the most powerful nation in the world. Just saying. At least that's well, what's written. That that's what's written about is that we are one of the most powerful nations in the world with the highest amount of technology. Well, technology has not worked for everybody. <laughs> it's technology has stopped at the front door. <laughs> and, and, and another thing, too, is that if you think about it that way, if, if that statement is true about us being one of the largest powers in the world with the most manpower, you know, highest technology of military, highest intelligence, 
Why why we still haven't found Flight 370, I don't know. It took them two weeks to find. It took them. It took two weeks to find a body in the water here in a lake. Matter of fact, this uh, this elderly lady went missing, and her husband was decapitated. Two. This was two weeks ago. And he was what? Eighty-seven. I think they were both like in their eighties. And it's a real sad story because just the, the the it just tells you. And of course. What was their race behind it? I'm gonna let you figure that one out. But two weeks, they found her float. They found her at the bottom of the water in a in a uh, in a lake in a local lake. They found her body. Two weeks in a small little rural city. Two weeks. But it takes hey. us years to find a plane. And it takes years to find a plane in an ocean, but in a small little lake. Well, not small. It's not that small. It's called Lake Okinawa or something like that. Some real crazy name. But they they were able to narrow it down and find everything in two weeks. And they still haven't found anything. Else. They still haven't found this plane. And it's been going on, what, three months? That plane went missing in March, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Well, my man, man, it's it's about that time for me. It's it's late back there on you. It's about that time for me to go ahead and close this one down tonight. Uh, I'm going to run a special Sunday again tomorrow, and we're going to talk more worldly topics tomorrow. Well, every now and then, you know how they like to put one of these relationship deals in there because, you know, we are, we need to touch on everything. Like I said, everything that we do over here is larger than large, and I want to get together with you and maybe try to maybe uh, get some get some highlighter acts in here and and, and, and and roll with that again as well. Oh, I'm going to be on. Look, I'm going to be on until, uh, until I'm not. I, until I don't have a breath of air in my lungs. Because you know what? This is a place where people can come and talk about stuff and come and do things and and talk, just openly talk with other like-minded individuals. I'm going to be here. You can count on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, with that, we'll tell our audience good night and God bless. And may uh, everything work out for you the way it needs to. And I'm going to keep praying for your health to get stronger. So you hang in there, my friend. Oh, I sure will. And I appreciate I appreciate to have friends like you that are that stand for their friends and pray for their friends because that's what we need. We need to eat in that model of each one teach one. We each have to pray for each other to do better if we're gonna if you want the next, if you want to do better and you want to change. You have to pray for the person next to you, for their for their situation to get better, and they do the same for you. Because otherwise, it's just going to be a continuous circle. Absolutely, my friend. Well, God bless and good night to you. God bless. Trying to keep me high.
none of my friends speak We all trying to win But then again, maybe it's for the best though Cause when they seeing too much You know they trying to get you touched Whoever said illegal was the easy way out Couldn't understand the mechanics And the workings of the underworld Granted, nine to five is how you survive I ain't trying to survive I'm trying to live it to the limit And love it a lot Life ills, poison my body It used to say, fuck my skills I never prayed to God, I prayed to God E, that's right, it's wicked That's life, I live it Ain't asking for forgiveness for my sins And I break bread with the lay hands Picking their brains for angles And all the evils that the game will do It gets dangerous Money and power is changing us And now we're lethal Infected with the evil Let me keep it deal God, I want to keep you safe